Hi, hello, how are you, sunshine? Welcome to the Waves of Joy podcast. My name is Shauna Diddle. I am a small town girl from upstate New York. I'm a diagnostic medical sonographer, a certified personal trainer, digestive health specialist, six-figure entrepreneur, future functional medicine doctor, and conscious joy spreader. I am obsessed with helping you navigate the undercurrents of life. The time we spend together will teach you how to live simply, leave the mundane, travel the world, demystify happiness, and radiate joy. So get ready to massively uplevel your life starting today. Dear self, we've been together since the beginning, and it's thanks to you that I get to experience this life. You are closer to me than anyone, the only one who knows all that I've seen and done, the only one who has witnessed the world through my eyes, who knows my deepest thoughts, my darkest fears, and my biggest dreams. We've been through a lot together. Everything, in fact. The highest highs and the lowest lows. You're with me in my greatest moments and the ones I'd like to do over. And no matter what, you've always stuck by me. We are true partners. You are the one whom I can say, without a doubt, that we will always be together. But in spite of your loyalty and your caring, I've sometimes ignored you. I haven't always listened when you told me what's best for me or nudged me in the direction I should go. Instead of looking to you, I looked outward at what others were doing or saying. I distracted myself so I couldn't hear your voice. Instead of caring for you, I sometimes pushed too hard. And yet you've never abandoned me. You've always forgiven me. And you've always welcomed me home without judgment or criticism. For all of that, I thank you. Thank you for being gentle with me, for being strong, for always being willing to learn and grow with me through my mistakes and my triumphs, and for over and over reflecting back to me the best of what is inside of me. Thank you for showing me what unconditional love truly means. Love me. This is a love letter to myself from Jay Shetty. (laughs) Kind of counterintuitive. I couldn't change that letter at all, though. I just read it straight out of his book, Eight Rules of Love, because when I read that this morning, I started crying. I was like, holy crap. We are looking for so much outside of ourselves. It's going to make me cry right now. You are enough and your body and your mind and your heart has never given up on you. So why? Why do we let the rest of the world decide what we need? And how is this manifesting in your life? Today, we're going to talk about relationship shopping. Who doesn't like to go shopping? I love shopping. Shopping for relationships, however, oh my God, my worst nightmare. Did you know that 53% of online daters lied in their profiles? How many of you right now are online dating? I'm telling you, that's the way of the world. I didn't want to accept it, but I have accepted it. The way of the world. Now, how did I go about online dating? I was talking to a girlfriend yesterday. She's like, Shauna, how did you manifest this relationship that you are thriving in right now? And I said, well, I got robbed in Greece. (laughs) That happened for me. But here's the thing. I had one profile on Hinge. That was it. Now, as a woman, you get a lot more messages than men do. I feel like that's just common, right? And I didn't do the superficial like, hey, how are you every day? Like, I don't, not that I don't care about your day, but I don't care about your day. I don't even know you, okay? So my whole thing is like, 
how are you? Couple words, whatever you want to meet up. Like that's my thing. So I had one profile. I didn't have like 10 apps. I had one and I got on once a day normally, sometimes twice if I was talking to somebody, but I was the one to quickly give my phone number, even though Hinge was like, be careful. Who are you giving your phone number to? I was like, you know, I don't know. I'm a risk taker. So when I read this statistic in Jay Shetty's book, did you know 53% of online daters lied in their profiles? I'm like, oh my God. I didn't lie in my profile. Did Cam lie in his? (laughs) I don't know. I'm going to ask him this tonight. Here's the thing about online dating and relationship shopping. Online dating promotes the overwhelming notion that you have your pick of the litter. There's endless choices in the world, leaving some of us to get stuck in this perpetual cycle of searching. This is what researchers called relationship shopping. Now, we may unintentionally unintentionally find ourselves seeking perfection or somebody who checks every box or whatever criterion we've created in our mind or our our profile. And this list-making turns our dreams into requirements. So we're like interviewing people. Now, here's the thing. When you first meet somebody, what are you attracted to? Usually physical looks and their personality. As you get to know somebody, you are attracted to their values, their beliefs, their dreams, their goals, right? And so in the beginning, it is an, a lust attraction sort of thing. That's what, that's why your mind starts to create a future with this person. That's why we fall in love too fast. Well, Shauna, what does love mean? Well, you know what? You don't want to ask me, but I will tell you what the researchers are saying. Because if you ask me, I fall in love very quickly. I used to fall in love very quickly. And when I say fall in love, I mean like love has a different context for everybody. So before we get into that, let me go back to this profile thing. Did you know women lie more than men on their profiles? And I was like, what are women lying about? So what's attractive to men mostly is physical qualities, uh, physical characteristics of a woman. And what's more attractive to women is the financial status of a man. So women tend to lie more by posting an old photo so they look younger. Men often lie about their financial status. So that would be lying about your job or I don't know what you have in the bank. I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't ask him what he made. I was like, what do you do? I don't even know what that means. (laughs) So you can see how that might play out, right? You're pretending to be somebody you're not. You're wearing masks. We've talked about this, this identity crisis we've come into. Uh, And then you're going to attract a lot of, you know, strife into your life. A lot of hard times, a lot of energy and time will be invested into being somebody you're not. And there is no longevity in that, you guys, none whatsoever. So I was thinking about all of this. And I was like, man, it is hard to date these days. And like I said, I was on the phone with a girlfriend the other day and she's like, Shauna, I want a relationship. I want one. And I was like, the more you want it, the further away it gets because you're hyper-focusing on it. Now, I'm not saying put it out, don't put it out into the universe if that's what you want, but what are you doing to allow that to come into your life? And for me, that was being in solitude more. That was doing the things that scared me the most. That was not focusing on it. That was knowing that I was healing, being the best version I could be. So when whoever this magnificent man was, when he came along, I was fully ready and whole as a human to embrace this relationship or whatever might come of it, right? Often we say, and I've said this before, we are looking for our better half. No, you are whole. If they're the better half, you're the worse half, and that's a bunch of bullshit, okay? So if you have an online profile, I suggest, number one, you don't have a bunch of apps. Here's the funny thing. When I met Cam, I had went on one other date before him. No, sorry, two. 
Um, and then, you know, it just, whatever, it wasn't there. And people always say, when you know, you know, and him and I don't say that. We say when it's different, then it's different, then it's not the same. <laughs> That's just our line. We've used that since we met. The word of 2022 for us was different. And by that means, it doesn't mean it's any less work. It just means like we're both on the same page. We were in alignment. We are moving at different paces. We've communicated that with each other. But if you have an online profile, I suggest you have one profile and you have one app. Okay. We get very, <laughs> uh, it's the dopamine dump, right? Like, oh my God, I got 105 messages. Who am I going to answer today? And yeah, that's a real thing. Or um, guys, like we do get bombarded and it's, it's, it's decision fatigue. Isn't that, and guys are out there like, I got like two messages a week. Wow. What a rough life to have. What a rough problem to have. But think about the last time you went to the grocery store and you wanted to buy barbecue sauce and you looked at the 42 kinds of barbecue sauce on the shelf and you couldn't pick. And so you left without any barbecue sauce. That's women online dating. Uh, that's, that's my experience. It's like, okay, this is like too much work, too much time. I'm trying to build a business. I'm trying to be better, a better human. Why would I why would I swipe all day? So I just didn't do it. Have you guys tried Organifi? Their story began with wanting to make a healthy lifestyle easier for everyone. They noticed a lot of quick solves and empty health promises that left people frustrated and feeling hopeless. And after discovering the healing powers of superfoods, they knew they found a way to make healthy living easy, fun, and delicious. And I have to agree 100%. I'm not one to promote anything that hasn't changed my life. And Organifi has completely transformed the way I feel every single day. In the morning, I take their green juice. It has ashwagandha, corella, spirulina. It promotes balanced cortisol and stress levels. It's perfect for weight management, detoxifies the body. In the afternoon, when I want to grab my energy drink, I drink their red juice. It has red beet, cordyceps, rhodiola. It's a caffeine-free energy boost provided by nature's best. Real berries, powerful adaptogens, and extremely low sugar. Exactly what we need for that two o'clock crash. Now, post-workout, I just recently tried their vanilla protein. Oh my gosh. It's 100% organic, plant-based, no soy or whey. I don't feel terrible after I eat it. Lately, I've been putting it in uh, with some cinnamon, maybe some uh, uh, creatures of habit, it, just depending on how I'm feeling. You know, I just feel full and satisfied after eating their protein. And lastly, my pre-workout or at some point during the day, I drink pure. This is a specialized blend formulated with ingredients to help with learning, memory, focus, and clarity. Who doesn't need or want all of that? It addresses the gut-brain access. It supports strong cognitive fun function. And I'm telling you guys, I drink these four things every single day. Now, Organifi has been a game changer in my health, and I want you to add this into your lifestyle as well. I want you to feel good, show up as your best self. And in doing that, you can use the code SSQUATS to save you money, and the link is in the bio. So the night I met Cam, something was different and I wanted to get to know this person. So I pulled into Aaron's driveway and I deleted the app and I told him that maybe I shouldn't have, but I did. I was like, Hey, I had a great time tonight. I just want you to know, like for some reason I deleted the app that he could have ran for the hills. He was like, Oh shit. She wants something serious. I'm not looking for that. I don't know. I just felt the need to tell him. And Aaron was like, are you really? You're serious? I was like, yeah. And that was October 26th, I believe. And here we are, February 10th, when I'm recording this. What I'm telling you is I was able to focus on getting to know him a little bit more. And I have a three-date rule. Like you learn about their personality on date one, you learn about, you know, their family and their values on date two. And then on date three, maybe you learn more about their goals, their dreams, their aspirations. And 
there may, you know, be nothing that comes of this. But in having those three dates, you see if you're aligned. If he's just looking for a hookup or you're just looking for a hookup and the other person wants a relationship, all you're doing is clouding your your mind, clouding your thoughts of what you really want. So if you're just looking for sex right now, that's okay, fine. But don't take away from what the other person deserves as well. Don't be so selfish, okay? So if you're lying on your profile, stop. The other thing I find guys lie about is their height. doesn't affect me, I'm 5'1". But if you put that you're 5'11 or 6 foot and you show up and you're 5'8", honey, I was married to somebody who was 5'8". I know how tall that is. <laughs> I'm also 5'1". So if you're not, if I'm not like breaking my neck looking up at you, then chances are pretty good you lied about your, your height. So whatever that looks like for you, don't lie, okay? The other thing that I found interesting was it takes men an average of 88 days to say, I love you. And I think it was women like 134 days. Now, what does the word I love you mean to you? Here's the thing. We say I love you in all different contexts, to our best friends, to our dogs, to our parents, right? What does love mean? It's it's a, it's a word of affection. Like I care about you in some way, shape, or form. Here's the thing. When it's a relationship and we say I love you, we feel like we need to live up to what those words mean. Does that mean I'm going to clean the dishes, I'm going to do the laundry, and I'm going to... No, that's a caregiver, by the way. Does that mean I'm going to become obsessive and controlling and crazy? No, 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 that's like a psychopath. It doesn't mean, it just, it has a different context for everything. And, and your definition of love isn't wrong and neither is his or hers. However, you need to know what they mean to both of you. And how do you do that? It's how you show up. It's your thoughts, your actions, and your words, which build trust, which in turn makes you love somebody differently in a deeper context. You know, I, in my last relationship, it was two weeks and he told me he loved me. He was looking for a motherly figure, somebody who t- could take care of him, and I showed up in that role. So guess who? what he showed up as? A child. How you show up and how you present yourself and what context you say love, that's, that's what your life looks like. That's how it unfolds for you. So if it takes men an average of 88 days to say I love you and women an average 134, and you've said it after three days, I'm not judging you. The context of love is different for everybody. Okay. Now, here's the thing. We say the words, I love you, based on a very small amount of information. And I am super guilty of this in my past. Oh, he's got a 401k? Boom. Love you. Oh, his he loves his mama? Oh, yeah. Love you, boo. Okay. You know what I mean? It's a small amount of information. Oh, he's got a great personality. Makes me laugh. Oh, my God. I'm so in love with you. Love is takes time. You need to know that person. How do they show up when things get hard, when things suck? Challenges are going to arise. It's inevitable. And that's what's so beautiful about relationships. It shows you where you need to grow too. If you're willing and open to receive that you should be growing as well as your partner, and then you guys can grow together. So if I love you to you means you're my soulmate, let's be together forever. And I love you to him means I love you let's have sex tonight. I don't know if I'm going to text you tomorrow. Whoa, somebody's going to get hurt here. So spending time with that person, the context of love evolves. And in being around that person, you can see if the context of love is in alignment. And this is a beautiful thing because this unfolds very differently for people. You know, Cam and I have talked about this. We are both ones to quickly fall flat on our face for people. 
And we've both been hurt by this and we've both been hardened by this and we both have boundaries around this. So when we met, that was a tough conversation to have because I was like, damn, what did these women do to you? (laughs) And I'm not perfect, but I'm certainly not going to do what was done to him. And I'm using us as like, a. am being very transparent about my relationship because this is why it's different for us. We're communicating. We're learning to trust each other. So we're being more vulnerable. So we're talking about our past and our traumas and what makes us who we are, right? Which I think is very important. Now people do this thing called relationship shopping and they jump from relationship to relationship or bed bedroom to bedroom, king bed to king bed, because they're trying to avoid the challenges love requires. A relationship is not easy. You know that best friend you have? You are required to show up in their life in some way as a good human. Now, if, if your understanding is talking once every six months, love that for you. That's a great friend to have. But if you have a friend in your life or somebody in your life that requires you to show up every day and you can't do that for you, that's not going to be a healthy relationship for either of you. But if you never commit and you just jump from person to person in the cycle of flirting and hooking up, you're never going to know what love is. Now, why is this important? Because often we get to the end of our lives and we have regrets. We chased the money. We chased We chased the thrill of the next relationship, of the next big thing. And we have nobody there holding our hand. Nobody there we can confide in. And I don't want this for you. We say I love you in all different contexts. And we always say life is short. But life can be super long and beautiful. You don't know. So in becoming who you are right now, in your becoming, you will attract people becoming as well. And that's really, really important because personality, lust, attraction, that's wonderful. That's a great way to get to know somebody, but that's not sustainable forever. And there was research that said people who see themselves as happy and satisfied with life have higher rates of well-being. They're more likely to attract the right people and have deep conversations. You know, I think back to my first date with Cam. We didn't talk about the weather. We didn't talk about, it wasn't superficial, but it also wasn't like a questionnaire or an interview. It was open-ended questions, meaningful conversation, and it was awesome. It was five hours. Can I just throw that out there? Five hours. That's a long date, just so you know. But in, in spending time with yourself and then building trust in a relationship, there's this amazing line in Jay Shetty's book that says, vulnerability leads to reciprocal, escalating self-disclosure. And what that means is that over time, a couple begins to reveal who they are, their traumas, what makes them tick. And this disclosure, it's powerful. It's a gift. It's hard to open up, you guys. I was always the person who was like, I trust everybody until you lose it. And so I, I got heartbroken extra, extra, extra. It wasn't cool, cool, cool. Didn't love that for me because I just went all in. And as I've gotten older, I'm like, you know what? I do trust you to a point, but until I know you, I don't reveal all my vulnerabilities. And I'm always grateful recently, more grateful than ever that I do that because people come in and out of your life and that's okay. I love that for you, but keep your boundaries while unveiling your personality and your values and your goals. You can do both. If you keep a wall up, you're keeping that person out. You're not giving them a chance. And realize that your relationship, all of them, 
They're designed to annoy you. You know why? You're talking to somebody who loves to be alone. I love to be alone. And you're like, Shauna, you talk. You're an extrovert. You talk all the time. You want to be a speaker. You're doing all these things. Like, you want to be alone? Hell yeah. It's easier. It's easier. I don't have to say anything to anybody. I don't have to feel a certain way. I can just be okay being alone. I don't have to tell you I'm going to dinner. I don't have to tell you I'm going out with a guy from college. I don't have to tell you that I'm drinking four beers tonight and I might have to take an Uber home. I don't have to say anything to anybody. It's so easy to not care what people think. And I told you guys this on the other podcast. I was like, hey, the second I stopped caring, I started living. However, if you're in a relationship or you're trying to build something with somebody, you have to care. (laughs) You have to be okay with being annoyed and being challenged. And what's so beautiful about challenges is you adapt and you grow together. And you get a lot of clarity too, because if you're not overcoming what's happening in the initial parts of your relationship, realize it's only going to compound. Those molehills will turn into mountains. And I don't want that for you. That's not how you should live your life. But in avoiding challenges and avoiding love, you are relationship shopping. You're like, okay, maybe the next person will have this. Maybe the next person will have that. You find the hot baseball player who's also emotionally unavailable. You know, like, I, I, or you find somebody who's like this billionaire, but in order to be a billionaire, he's never home. So what's that going to lead to? An affair? Like, you're not having your love language met. And that's not his fault or yours, but you're choosing somebody who is a billionaire who has to hustle 23 out of 24 hours of the day. He's not going to have time for you. That's the person you signed up for. And if you're going to negate your own values and beliefs and just be that that stay-at-home wife, then you have to be okay with them never being there. Again, a relationship is going to annoy you. And they're also all not going to serve you. That's okay. I've lost friends over the years. And say lost, I should say like, I've had friends in seasons of my life that are no longer a part of my life anymore. What I want you to do is communicate though. Don't run. Communicate. Realize that you shouldn't have any malicious intent. You should take time to get to know somebody and realize if you love them, on what grounds do you love them? You love them, did you say I love you because you had three glasses of wine and they looked really good that night? Or did you say I love you, you know, after knowing them for six months to a year and seeing how they treat strangers, how they love their family, how they show up for you in little ways. The context of love is very different and there's no right or wrong. Just understanding that there's differences is enough to help you grow and become aware. Most importantly, trust and love begins with yourself. Remember that? Remember looking in the, mor- in the mirror in the morning? Good morning. I love you, Shauna. You're amazing. I love that. I love that for myself. I am amazing. And so are you. And in building a relationship, realize you can focus on the similarities But what makes your relationship beautiful is your differences and how you handle those. Okay, so embrace the challenges. Realize it's going to bring you closer. And the definition of love is going to mean something different to everybody. But truly what love means is you care for somebody. There's a presence of affection. So in bringing this full circle, I don't want you to be relationship shopping and I don't want you to lie about who you are because that is an exhausting way to live your life. If I lied about something, 
I wouldn't be able to keep to it because that just, I, I, don't, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> I'd have to make notes. You'd have sticky notes everywhere. And if you love him or you love her and you don't know if they feel the same, really look at the whole situation. Or maybe you've been saying I love you for 53 years and you're like, does it mean anything anymore? Have those conversations. You shouldn't be in your own head. The other night when I was feeling some sort of way, I, w- I started just started journaling. I was like, I just have to get this out of my head so I can sleep. I don't want you relationship shopping and I don't want you hurt or avoiding hurt. Okay. Realize it takes a long time to know someone's heart. But in jumping from relationship to relationship, because you're trying to avoid challenges, the flirting, the hooking up, the ditching, if you never commit, you never know love. So be vulnerable. Take risks. Love yourself first. And then let love in. I love you so much. I hope you have a beautiful day. I hope this resonates with you. I hope you can show up differently today. Love a stranger. Love your husband. Love your wife. Love your dog. It's all beautiful. Drink your water, eat your veggies, smile.